You're listening to the Burke and Ms. The Wiz Montalban Fantasy Football Podcast, the place I go to get my fantasy fulfilled. The best analysis, advice, and opinions on fantasy football that you can't find anywhere else. Let the fantasy begin. Who do I start this week? What's the point spread? What are the injuries? Should I bench this guy? I don't know what to do. Man. I just hope I win. The Burke and Ms. the Wiz Montalban Weekly Preview Starting now. The first Sunday afternoon game is the Carolina Panthers at the Washington football team. And all I got to say about this one is, is Alex Smith playing? Because if Alex Smith is playing, then I think they win. And it's looking like he is going to. It's a 50-50 shot. Having said that, Washington's favored by two and a half points. I'm taking Washington on this one. I think they cover against this Panthers team. And I do think it's low scoring now. It's 44.5 over under. I'm taking the under just because Washington football team, their defense is pretty dominant. They're going to hold the Washington football team, or the Carolina Panthers, in check. And the Panthers defense, you know, has been improving from week to week too. So I don't think... uh, Washington football team is going to be scoring a ton of points against them. So starting-wise, you're starting Alex Smith. He's supposed to be playing. I think he will. This is a make-or-break game for their division hopes. So play Alex Smith. J.D. McKissick, if Antonio Gibson doesn't play, J.D. McKissick's a sneaky play here. I think he's going to have a great game. Carolina Panthers don't do well against receiving running backs, and that's J.D. McKissick's forte. This could be like a league-winning type play. Uh, for you in the championship so keep that in mind if especially you know if Antonio Gibson doesn't play doesn't look like he's going to uh, JD McKissick's going to be the guy Logan Thomas he's another guy put him out there he has a great matchup Panthers don't defend the tight end position very well Logan Thomas has been pretty consistent so play him and then you're sitting everybody else Terry McLaurin I don't like him in this one just because I haven't liked the chemistry and He's been kind of disappointing lately, and it's I don't, it's not because of him. He's a great receiver. They just can't get him the ball. And, you know, Cam Sims, Steven Sims, the Sims brothers, keep them on your bench. I don't like those matchup at all. So with the uh, Carolina Panthers, you're starting actually nobody. Teddy Bridgewater, Mike Davis, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel, Ian Thomas, they're all on your bench. Washington football team has a great team. So, yeah, just leave them on your bench. They're not going to win you a championship. This next game is the Denver Broncos at the Los Angeles Chargers. And I like the Chargers in this one. It's kind of a toss-up game. I'll take the home team winning by a field goal any day in a toss-up game. Broncos are just madly inconsistent. So I'm taking them. The over-under is 48.5. I'm taking the under on this. Chargers will win. It'll be a lower-scoring game than what we anticipate. Having said that, I'm starting Drew Locke. 
I think him and his connection with Noah Fant is pretty solid. He's going to have a good game. And I don't think any of the receivers are going to have a good game, but between him, uh, between K.J. Hamler, uh, Tim Patrick, and Jerry Judy, they'll, they'll be solid enough to get uh, Drew Locke some solid production at the quarterback position. Having said that, Philip Lindsay's not playing, or it doesn't appear that he's playing as of right now. So I'm, even if he does play, I don't like him or Gordon in this matchup. Chargers do one thing pretty well, and that's defend the running back position. So I don't like Melvin Gordon's second revenge game. And, uh, yeah, there's, there's not any other Denver Broncos players that's worth starting outside of Noah Fanton and Drew Locke in this one. For the Los Angeles Chargers, I like Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert's pretty solid. He's going to have a good game. I like Austin Eckler. Austin Eckler's going to be the one that he dumps a lot of passes to. Rushing-wise, receiving, Austin Eckler can have a pretty big game. And then it's really on the fence if Keenan Allen's going to play. It's actually looking like Keenan Allen's not going to play. So Merry Christmas to anyone playing Keenan Allen, but uh, and not Merry Christmas if you have him and we're expecting him to play. It's looking like he's not going to. And you're going to have Mike Williams have a big day because of that. And then Hunter Henry's not going to play either. Donald Parham is kind of a sneaky play. Like, if you have a FanDuel thing and you need a tight end for cheap, Donald Parham, like, they like to use him. And he's he's like a 6'8 beast that they are really excited about. So he might be a guy that you want to throw in there. So just uh, on the down, though, some, uh, someone to keep in the back of your mind. I think he's a good play this week against Denver, although they are good at defending the tight end. I don't think they're going to spend a lot of time, uh, you know, kind of game planning around Don, Donald Paul, uh, Parham. So, Tryon Johnson, uh, Keenan Allen, we already mentioned. I, I just don't like them. Jalen Guyton, he's kind of a toss-up play in this matchup. So, in the championship league, you know, championship game, you're not confident in any of these guys. So, you got to keep them on your bench if you're not confident. So, pick the Chargers. Pick the under, and let's roll with it. The Philadelphia Eagles at the Dallas Cowboys, and this is just going to be crazy. This is going to be a crazy game. It's going to be high scoring, a lot of action, uh, back and forth. That's my prediction for this game. The Eagles are favored by two at Dallas, and I like that. I think the Eagles are a better team with Jalen Hurts, and they're going to win this game. Cowboys are just a mess right now. The over-under is 49.5. I think they score well over 50 points, so I'm taking the over on this one. And for the Eagles, I'm starting whoever I can, basically. Alshon Jeffrey, Greg Ward, who seems to have a great rapport in the red zone with Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts himself. Miles Sanders has like the best running back matchup of the week against uh, Dallas. So, obviously don't think he can do what Alvin Kamara has done, but if I didn't see that game already, Miles Sanders would be up there as probably one of the best running back plays this week with this matchup. And that's really about it, though. I don't like the tight ends. Jalen Rager, Dallas Goddard, Zach Ertz, Travis Fulgham, they could be on your bench. You, you can't trust them right now in the championship week. You need guys that you can be more confident in. And so I'd take the other guys over them. And uh, But overall, there's going to be a lot of scoring. So you can you can get excited about a big, high-scoring game in this one. For the Cowboys, 
Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, C.D. Lamb. I like all of those receivers. Dalton Schultz, I like him too as a tight end. It's just crazy, though, because I'm not starting Andy Dalton. And you think when you're starting the rest of the weapons around him that uh, he would be a good play. I, I just My issue is I think one of them is going to have a big game and the other two won't. And I don't know which two are, you know that's going to be, or one it's going to be. I, I like Michael Gallup for sure, and I like CeeDee Lamb in this one. So uh, I, I think they all could have really good games, and it could be relevant. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he might not play. It's leaning 50-50 on this one. Something you need to monitor, because if he doesn't, you need to really pivot. And Tony... Pollard all of a sudden turns into a really good play here. Um, but Eagles are good at, this, at stopping the run, so you're really looking at that uh, option as a receiving threat more than a running back. And I just don't know how this is going to go. Like I said, it's going to be high scoring. Uh, I don't like Andy Dalton, but I like all his weapons. So, go figure. Eagles, they win. They uh, Both teams score over 50 points. The Los Angeles Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. And as bad as the Rams played last week, I really like them in this matchup. I don't see them laying an egg after they just lost to the Jets and got upset like that. They're going to come back pretty strong. So give me the Rams in this one all day long. Seattle's favored by one and a half points. That's not enough for me. Even with Seattle being at home, the over-under is 47.5. And I'm... Taking the, I'm, I'm picking the under on this one. It's been a lot of low-scoring games in the West lately, so give me the under on 47.5. Having said that, uh, you definitely need to be starting Jared Goff in this one. He's going to make up for his really bad game against the Jets. It was a great matchup, but uh, he blew it. He won't blow it this week against the Seattle defense that's leaky against the pass. And then Daryl Henderson is a really good play. Cam Akers isn't going to play this game, so I really think Daryl Henderson takes over the, the load on this one. And him and Malcolm Brown, because Malcolm Brown steals a lot of touchdowns. You can count on both of those guys to be good plays. Bobby Trees, Cooper Cup, Josh Reynolds, Tyler Higby. You're basically starting all the Rams' offensive pieces against the Seattle defense. And then... The, on the other side of it, I'm sitting all the Seahawks. Russell Wilson, uh, just think the Rams are going to dominate him and contain him in the pocket, which makes him not that effective. Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, Jacob Hollister, Will Disley, like everyone. It's, it's just a bad matchup. Rams are going to be motivated. If you're counting on any of these Seattle Seahawks players in a championship game, I just don't think it's going to work out well for you, and it's... Uh, it's going to be domination. And I hate to say that because I like the Seahawks and I think they're a good team. There's just nothing about this game and this matchup this week that I, I like. And it just so happens to fall in championship week. So, uh, sorry to be the one to uh, give you bad uh, juju on this, but uh, that's that's the way I think it's going to go. And uh, definitely start those Rams players in their redemption from last week. This Sunday night game is going to be crazy. It's Tennessee Titans at the Green Bay Packers. These are matchups that you don't see very often from interconference 
foes this late in the season. So it's going to be fun. Tennessee Titans, Green Bay Packers. Packers are favored by three and a half points, and they're at home, and I think they do it. They're just more solid defensively than the Titans. And that's not to say the Packers are amazing at defense, but the Titans are just so bad on defense that I don't feel like they're going to be able to hang with the Green Bay Packers in this game. Green Bay Packers as a whole, are, they're one of the hottest teams. They're just popping all the way around. So uh, the over-under is 56 points. I'm taking the under. And, yeah, you can definitely take the under on this one. I, I, although I don't like the Tennessee Titans defense, I, I don't think it's going to be as high scoring, especially uh, a, a December game at Lambeau Field. Um, I'm starting, or sorry, I shouldn't, uh, yeah, 56 points is the uh, the over-under on this one. So definitely taking the under. Don't really feel like each team's going to be scoring, what, that's 30 and 26? Uh, that's a lot for me in a, uh, a venue like Lambeau. Starting Aaron Rodgers, starting Aaron Jones, starting Jamal Williams, Devontae Adams, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Robert Tanyan. You're really starting everyone against this Tennessee Titans defense. Titans have a horrible defense. Take advantage of it. Start everyone playing against them if you have them. And uh, there's really, I mean, Alan Lazard, I guess, I'm benching because I don't think there's enough balls to go around the rest of the team. Uh, I think it's going to be eaten up by Aaron Jones and Devontae Adams in this one. So, uh, I mean, I think Valdez Scantling's a big play threat, so he'll get more like those big, big uh, gains and maybe those long touchdowns. Lazar's just kind of their possession receiver. Uh, hasn't been that effective since he's been back from his injury. Tough to play him in a championship type matchup. For the Titans, I really like Derrick Henry a lot. Obviously, Packers don't do well against the opposing running back. Derrick Henry is good, and he will continue to be good. Uh, so if you have him in your championship, be pretty confident you're going to uh, run away with this with this type of matchup. Ryan Tannehill is a bench for me. Uh, AJ Brown, Corey Davis, Janu Smith, just don't like the passing game. I think the Brown or the Browns, the Packers are going to shut it down and really limit uh, that offense to be one-dimensional with Derrick Henry. And it's definitely not going to be the Ryan Tannehill game you saw last week. This is going to be uh, one of those ones where uh, if you you know, liked what you saw last week and decided to keep him in there, you might be disappointed and it might cost you the championship. So just uh, be leery of starting him and A.J. Brown and Corey Davis. And uh, hopefully you have a good pivot to go to where you can play someone that's uh, going to get you more production This Monday night game is the Buffalo Bills at the New England Patriots. There's really not a lot to like about this one. The over-under is 46 points. I'm taking the under. Bills are favored by 7. I'm taking the Patriots on this one. They're at home. It's going to be a low-scoring, just defensive game. I don't like a lot of the options on here. I'm Starting-wise, I'm starting Stephon Diggs because of the target volume he gets every game. I mean, he got you the... Uh, this far in the playoffs or championship so you need to play him and roll with him but Devin Singletary and Zach Moss I think are really good plays in this one they're going to uh, pretty much shut down Josh Allen 
and those other pieces in the rushing game need to step up and produce, and I think they will. So I would start both of them and feel pretty good about it. Sitting Josh Allen, and I'm not sitting him because you, you got to play Josh Allen. He's one of the top quarterbacks. He's on fire. I, I just don't like his matchup with the Patriots, and I don't think he'll get you a lot of points. But it's just a tough circumstance that he has this matchup in the championship week. Um, I mean, Cole Beasley, Gabriel Davis, Dawson Knox, all the other pieces of the Bills offense I would bench too. I don't really like them. It's uh, not a good matchup for them. And on the Patriots side of the ball, I'm sitting everybody. Cam Newton, James White, Sonny Michelle, Damian Harris, Jacoby Myers, Julian Edelman, Demir Bird. I I just don't like this offense. And the Bills, I think, will do a good job of shutting them down. So it's going to be one of those defensive like schlog kind of games where it's the last game of the week, you're expecting some excitement, and you just don't get any. So if I had any of these... Uh, two defenses, I'd be all over it and playing both of them because uh, I think they'll be the stars of the show in this one. Uh, it's just it's one of those icky games that uh, you know. Hopefully, it's a good defensive matchup and not just two uh, offenses that are uh, kind of dragging along in this one. Um, for the Bills, it definitely will be because of the New England defense, but New England sometimes they just don't play well regardless. So. Um, Yeah, I'd have everyone on my bench on this one. It's time for our much-anticipated FanDuel lineup, where we try to win you free money. What you do is listen to our lineups, put it into your lineup, and you win. It's pretty easy and simple. So let's get started on the lineup that we feel will give you the best chance to win some money. Starting at quarterback... He's at $8,200. It's Jalen Hurts, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, playing the Dallas Cowboys. This is just a prime matchup, running the ball, uh, passing the ball. I think he can, he can repeat what he did last week in his like four-touchdown performance. I think he can do the same thing here against Dallas. He's a lot more expensive than he was last week, which is to be expected. But... Uh, Outside of Mahomes, I think he's the best option that you can have, and he's just a little, you know, obviously a lot cheaper than Mahomes. So he's a good play here. Helps you get a stronger lineup through the rest of the uh, the way. And uh, number one running back spot is David Montgomery, another guy that's been rising up the uh, the money scales. He's at $7,800. He's playing against Jacksonville Jaguars. Just a prime matchup. Uh, he's he's already. You know, last week got two touchdowns. Week before, he's got like two touchdowns. He's on fire, and I don't see him slowing down against the Jaguars on this one. So I'd easily pay the $7,800 for him. My next running back position, I've already kind of talked about him as a matchup I really liked. It's the same game, the Philadelphia Eagles and Dallas Cowboys. It's uh, Miles Sanders. He's at $7,300, and at that price point, the Cowboys are the worst team against the running back position. So you really got to throw Miles Sanders in there, and uh, I, I think he, he's going to dominate. Between him and Hurts, they're going to do a lot of damage against the Cowboys. So at receiver, I had to go a little bit cheaper with my options, but I have Hollywood Higgins for the Cleveland Browns. They're playing the New York Jets. New York Jets are slow. I think they'll focus on Landry, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Jarvis Landry, Juice, in the slot position. So that's going to open up Higgins to have a big day. And he's at $5,800. Uh, 
So a matchup like that at $5,800, I'll take it. I'll take the uh, secondary piece uh, on that offense uh, f for that price range. My number two is the same game. It's the Cleveland at New York Jets game. Jamison Crowder, wide receiver, $6,000. I mean, for $6,000, being a slot receiver against Cleveland, Cleveland can't cover the slot. They haven't all year. Jam Jamison Crowder is pretty effective in that role for team, you know, you see what he did against the Raiders where he scored two touchdowns. I don't see why he can't score, uh, you know, two touchdowns against the uh, lowly Cleveland Browns pass defense, uh, you know, against the slot uh, receiver. So I'm all about Jamison Crowder, and for that pr uh, at that price range, he's a bargain to me. My next wide receiver is Brandon Cooks. It's the Cincinnati at Houston game. Brandon Cooks getting uh, passes from Deshaun Watson against the Bengals is just robbery to me. I, I think this is game is going to, uh, I don't know, I, I think it's going to be higher scoring than what we think. I think the Houston Texans are going to be passing the ball all over the Cincinnati defense. And Brandon Cooks going to be their main weapon since everyone else is hurt. So let's face it, there's no one else really available. So Brandon Cooks is at $7,000, and it's a little bit higher than he has been. But he's the number one receiver, and I like his volume, so I'm taking him. Tight end position, Travis Kelsey. You know, they're playing Atlanta. Atlanta's one of the worst teams defending the tight end position. Kelsey, doesn't matter who he faces, is always one of the top tight end plays. And if you can get that big of an advantage at tight end, you take it and take advantage of it. So I have Travis Kelsey. He's at $8,800, which is one of my more expensive plays, but I can't help it. I just like the matchup too much, and I'm rolling with Travis Kelsey. My flex position, it's another running back. It's the uh, Washington football team running back against Carolina. It is J.D. McKissick. I don't think that Antonio Gibson's going to play. It's going to be the J.D. McKissick show. Scored two touchdowns last week, and this is even a better matchup. Carolina doesn't defend the running back, uh, especially the receiving running back, very well. This could be a really uh, blow-up play. He's $5,800. So for $5,800, I'm going to take J.D. McKissick all day long in all my all my FanDuels, all my uh, DraftKings. It's just a bargain for what he can produce in this uh, type of matchup. So I want all shares of him. And I'm kind of rolling the die on the defense. I'm going with the New York Jets against Cleveland. I think they'll get some turnovers. I definitely think they'll get some sacks. I like the run defense. I don't have a lot of room. I have like three defenses I can choose with my lineup. And I like the Jets against Cleveland. They're, they're at home. I like a defense that's playing at home. They're only $3,000. It allows me to get all these other guys at great values. I'll roll the die on the Jets and see what happens if they play anywhere like they did against the Rams it's a good play so it, this one's definitely kind of a risk but you need to take these type of risks to win money because you don't want the same uh, players that everyone else has because uh, it kind of uh, it softens the pool where everyone has the same amount of points with the same people so the uh, Jets is where I kind of throw a wrench in things uh, along with Hollywood Higgins and McKissick and I feel like that will bring me over the edge to uh, getting the money. And so I hope you agree with me and you follow this advice and win some money too. So let's move on to the stars of the week.
now it's time for the Burke and Miz the Wiz Maltabon Stars of the Week. Let's see who they are. Now it's time for our Stars of the Week. This is the part of the show where we, where we try to guess the three best players by position based off of their fantasy football performance. We rarely succeed, but uh, it's a lot of fun to do. So to get started, number three quarterback, we have Matt Ryan against the Chiefs at Kansas City. I just feel like he's going to be playing from behind a lot, trying to catch up with the Chiefs' high-powered offense. The Chiefs are going to score a lot of points. Matt Ryan, uh, you know, doesn't play a tough defense in Kansas City in regards to their pass defense. So he's going to be passing the whole game, getting a lot of yards, getting touchdowns, and will slide into the top three. Number two is Deshaun Watson at the Bengals. I don't have to explain this one. Bengals are horrible at defending the pass. Deshaun Watson is just a freak of nature. So he should be definitely top three. And I'll, you know, potentially he could be number one. Um, except for number one is going to be Patrick Mahomes at home against the Falcons. Falcons are the worst team against the pass. Mahomes, I mean, you saw what he did against the Jets. I expect a similar performance against the Falcons. So I, I like Deshaun Watson, but not as much as I like Patrick Mahomes in this matchup. Running back, number three, I have Miles Sanders at the Cowboys. I just like Miles Sanders in this matchup. Cowboys give up the most points to running back. Miles Sanders is going to be the main focal point in this matchup. And uh, going to get the receiving yards at running back, the rushing yards at running back. It's, uh, and with as many big plays the Cowboys give up on defense, I just think it's going to be a big day for him. Now, I can't choose Alvin Kamara as much as I'd like to because, obviously, he uh, he's going to be tough to beat this week, and I don't think anyone's going to do it. But I think that's cheating. So, obviously, I can't say Alvin Kamara, even though he's definitely going to be in the top three. Number two, David Montgomery at the Jaguars. I mean, he's been getting two touchdowns over 100 yards like three weeks in a row. And I think that continues with the Jaguars. It's just there's not a better play than him uh, in this matchup. And with how well Chicago's running the ball right now, I just think that uh, it's going to be a top three play of the week. And then number one is Derrick Henry at the Packers. Packers give up a lot of rushing yards to the running back. Derrick Henry doesn't care who he plays to get a lot of rushing yards. And uh, he, Derrick Henry is a top five play almost every day of the week. I think he's had one week since Thanksgiving where he wasn't uh, in, in the top five. And I don't think this will be one of those weeks. <laughs> I think he'll be number one. So Derrick Henry's going to dominate this week. Wide receiver, number three, I have kind of a surprise. I have Brandon Cooks, Houston Texans wide receiver versus the Bengals. Uh, Brandon Cooks is the number one receiver now with Randall Cobb and uh, Will Fuller out of action. And this matchup against the Bengals is just too good to be true. Deshaun Watson's going to be a top play. He needs someone to throw to. And I do like Kiki Kuti and Chad Hansen in this one, but... Uh, Brandon Cooks is the one that's going to get the uh, is going to take it home for everybody, so you can count on him.
to have a really big day. My number two wide receiver is Devontae Adams and for the Packers. He's going to be playing against the Titans. Titans give up a lot of points. Running back, receiver, it doesn't matter. And Devontae Adams is such a target uh, hog for his offense that if he's getting 17 to 19 targets, uh, that's a big day because he's going to catch like 80 to 90% of those passes. So Devontae Adams at number two I'm pretty confident about. And at number one is Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is just a fiend. He's the best receiver so far, fantasy football-wise, in the NFL. He has a matchup against the Falcons where no one can cover him. And I don't see anyone beating Tyreek Hill in this matchup. He's, I mean, he's a big play threat. I expect big things from him, multiple touchdowns. And uh, it's going to help propel Patrick Mahomes to be number one. Well, Tyreek Hill is going to be number one as well. Then moving on to tight end. TJ Hawkinson, number three, Detroit Lions tight end versus the Buccaneers. Buccaneers give up a lot of points to the tight end. Matthew Stafford has done a great job this year of hitting TJ Hawkinson and feeding him targets. And with this type of matchup, I don't expect that to discontinue all of a sudden. So you, you can start TJ Hawkinson with a lot of confidence and expect him to be a top three play this week. Number two is kind of a surprise. I have Noah Fant, Denver Broncos, at the Los Angeles Chargers. Drew Locke looks at him all day, every day. He gets like 8 to 12 targets a game. Chargers don't do a good job at defending the tight end, so I think Noah Fant's due to have a really big game this week. And then moving on from Noah Fant, number one, I have Travis Kelsey. Travis Kelsey is just dominant. So I expect Travis Kelsey to have a really big game this week. And uh, he's always beating everybody, you know, tight end-wise. He's been in the top three, like, almost every week. And with Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill, I expect him to have a big game this week as well. So both of those, between Tyreek Hill, Patrick Mahomes, and Travis Kelsey, it's going to be a number one day for all three of them. So you can uh, have a lot of confidence in both of them. And... Uh, it's uh, going to be a big day in Kansas City with that offense. So those are my stars of the week, and we'll see how we do. So let's see, uh, let's see how it works out. We'll talk about it for uh, our Week 17. That will do it for Week 16, Championship Week of the Burke and Ms. the Wiz Montabon Fantasy Football Show. We appreciate you joining us. Good luck on your championship. Please follow us and like us and comment. We're on Spotify. We're on Apple. We're on Google. All the major podcast stations. Look us up. Like us. And we appreciate all of you listening. Good luck on your championship. And when we touch base next week, you'll either be a champion or just came really close. Hopefully you weren't playing against Alvin Kamara. That's a whole different story. And uh, we'll be back to review the year. And uh, for those going all the way to week 17, we'll touch base on that as well. So uh, in the meantime, again, we appreciate you listening, and we'll see you next week. Good luck. <laughs>